It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah, You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. The Great Debate Blowback. Gentlemen. Moderator Chris Wallace breaks his silence. And the Proud Boys. This store wants them to stop wearing their shirts. And... Controversy over the return of Saturday Night Live. What the state health department wants the show to do before they allow a live audience into their studio. SNL is putting into place some pretty serious precautions. Then, what were they thinking? Drinking from the Stanley Cup during the pandemic and the family of seven that lost everything in the wildfire. Now they all have COVID-19 and Chrissy Teigen's heartbreak after the loss of her son. Plus, is there toxic gunk lurking inside your child's bath toy? That is disgusting. Look what happened to this boy's eyes. His eye was was actually coming out of his, his eye socket. Then, pandemic stranger things. The bizarre, unexplained things happening around the world during the pandemic. Lakes turning pink overnight. What the heck is that sound? And what is that thing? Oh my God! Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. President Trump's debate comment to stand back and stand by to a known far-right extremist group brought worldwide attention to the Proud Boys, a group that has endorsed violence. And while the president would not disavow the group during the debate, the manufacturer of shirts associated with the group is. Stephen Fabian reports. The president is claiming victory. The verdict is in, and they say that We, we, all of us won big last night. The polls on the chaotic slugfest suggest otherwise, with a CNN poll giving Biden the win. In the history of cable television, had the highest ratings of any show in the history of cable television. The ratings were impressive. 73 million tuned in, but it was far short of 2016's first debate at 84 million. Gentlemen, is... (laughs) Moderator Chris Wallace is expressing regret today for the chaos, telling the New York Times, I never dreamt it would go off the tracks the way it did. I know people think, well, gee, I didn't jump in soon enough. I guess I didn't realize that this was going to be the president's strategy. The Commission for Presidential Debates is vowing today to change the rules for the next debate, scheduled for October 7th. One proposal, a mute button, controlled by the moderator that would silence Trump Trump or Biden's mic if they interrupt. Something like this. It was sad, James. Hillary Clinton had this suggestion. Well, maybe they'll, you know, have a kill switch on the mic. Maybe they'll have a, a button to push and the, the floor drops out. I don't know. 
One winner of debate night appears to be the far-right Proud Boys that Trump was asked to condemn. Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. Here's how their founder, Gavin McGinnis, says he interpreted the president's words. I think he was saying, I appreciate you and appreciate your support. The Proud Boys have been labeled a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. It's a group that holds anti-Muslim, anti-immigrant and extremely misogynistic beliefs. And they align themselves very closely with the president. Get this, those tough guys actually took their name from a song from the Broadway musical Aladdin. They seem to have a truly bizarre initiation right, as seen in this YouTube video. New members are beaten while shouting out the names of breakfast cereals. Their uniform is this black polo shirt with gold stripes on the collar and sleeves. That polo shirt was designed by boutique company Fred Perry, and they want nothing to do with the Proud Boys. They've taken the shirt off of store shelves here in the U.S., and they say they won't sell it again until they're satisfied its association with the Proud Boys has ended. Uh, the president has denounced this repeatedly. At a contentious White House briefing today, Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany was pressed to denounce white supremacists by Fox News correspondent John Roberts. Can you, naming it, make a declarative statement that you denounce, that the president denounces it? I just did. Uh, the president has denounced this repeatedly. The, the president was asked this, you're contriving a storyline. Later, Roberts said he's taking heat from Fox viewers for the question. For all of you on Twitter who are hammering me for answering that, quite for asking that question, I don't care because it's a question that needs to be asked. So stop deflecting, stop okay. blaming the media. I'm tired of it. This weekend, Saturday Night Live is back in their studio for the first time in months. They become the first major network show to have a live audience. And that has led to a serious warning from the local health department. With Chris Rock as host, SNL returns to the studio this weekend for the first time since the pandemic ended the live production last March. No surprise here, SNL is putting into place some pretty serious precautions to allow people to come in the studio. Now the New York State Department of Health is issuing this stern warning. Offering tickets to the general public without the appropriate casting and screening process is not allowed. We have communicated that to SNL and expect them to follow the rules. A rep for SNL says the show is working with the health department to make sure all guidelines are followed. Audience members can request up to nine tickets, but can only bring people who are from their own social bubble. I would imagine that they won't have every single seat filled, and perhaps that's why they're asking to identify your social bubble so that you can sit in packs, but then be spaced out from others. All guests will be required to pass a rapid COVID test before the show have their temperature checked, answer a COVID questionnaire, and wear a face covering at all times. SNL posted this photo of Chris Rock wearing a mask during rehearsals. The rest of the cast is spaced out at their own tables. The cast will be required to wear masks right up until cameras start rolling. I've turned over all my businesses to my two sons, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Alec Baldwin will be reprising his role as President Trump with Jim Carrey as Joe Biden and Maya Rudolph playing Kamala Harris. The fun is back, baby. <laughs> America's fun is. 
Excellent. If SNL is able to pull this off successfully with their screening process, and if everything is done safely, then this really could serve as the litmus test for other shows in the industry that want to bring back a live studio audience. A celebration yesterday for the Tampa Bay Lightning after they made their big win in the Stanley Cup Finals. And this image of fans drinking out of the trophy is raising a lot of eyebrows in the age of COVID-19. Players from the Tampa Bay Lightning all drinking out of the Stanley Cup. It happened during the wild celebrations for the new NHL champions. Fans followed suit as one by one they stepped up and took a sip of beer from the trophy. Forget about the lack of masks or social distancing. Who would do such a thing, especially during a pandemic? What were they thinking? And this family of seven has been hit with the two big disasters facing America today, the pandemic and the wildfires out west. Three weeks ago, Matthew and Jessica Graham lost their house in Malden, Washington. Seeking sanctuary, they moved in with relatives. Now they've all been diagnosed with COVID-19. We spoke with them from the hotel room where they're quarantined. Before our house burned down, we did really well at uh, isolating and we really limited the number of people that we were around and made sure that we were always wearing masks and taking all the precautions that we could. But then after we lost everything, we really didn't have the option of isolating that well. And today, Dr. Anthony Fauci is hitting back after President Trump said this during the debate about wearing masks. Dr. Fauci said the opposite. He did not I, I say that. We got said a little very bit strongly, more than a minute left in this masks segment. Masks are not good. Then he changed his mind. He said masks are good. America's top infectious disease experts set the record straight during a podcast interview. That's taken out of context. Very early on in the pandemic, there was a shortage of PPE for healthcare providers who needed them desperately. But what happened over the ensuing months is that it became clear that cloth coverings worked as well as surgical masks. So anybody who has been listening to me over the last several months know that a conversation does not go by where I do not strongly recommend that people wear masks. And some joyous news as this grandmother is going home after a record 176 days in the hospital battling COVID. Muriel White's family says doctors told them she had zero chance of survival. But the 69-year-old from Lake Charles, Louisiana, never gave up. It's a miracle. It is a miracle. Muriel still has weeks more of recovery, but we're glad she's doing better. Now a heartbreak that millions of women have endured. Christy Teigen now among them. She's just announced that she miscarried her expected third child. Tears stream down Chrissy Teigen's face as she shares the heartbreaking news that she's lost her baby. We are shocked and in the kind of deep pain you only hear about, the kind of pain we've never felt before. She posted this very personal photo, cradling her stillborn son, whom she'd named Jack, alongside husband John Legend. To our Jack, I'm so sorry that the first few moments of your life were met with so many complications. We will always love you. Chrissy Teigen was hospitalized with severe bleeding on Sunday here at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles after enduring a month of bed rest. Initially, she told her fans everything was fine. 
So I had my first blood transfusion. Chrissy shared from her hospital bed she had a blood transfusion and that she and baby were fine. But her medical situation took a turn for the worse. We were never able to stop the bleeding, despite bags and bags of blood transfusions. Chrissy conceived daughter Luna and son Miles through in vitro fertilization and has been open about her pregnancy struggles. So what went wrong? OBGYN Dr. Victor Klein is with North Shore Hospital in New York. What happened is uncommon but very devastating and very sad. You know, it's my opinion most likely that she had placental issues and the placenta supplies nutrition for the baby. It causes bleeding, could put you at increased risk of preterm labor. A shower of love descended on Chrissy following the announcement that she'd lost Jack after being about halfway through her pregnancy. We're always here for you and love you guys so much, Kim Kardashian wrote. From Gabrielle Union, we love you guys so much and we will be here for whatever you all need. As many as 15% of pregnancies do end in miscarriage. A mom posted this photo of her child who she says got a terrible infection from the bacteria-filled water trapped inside a bathtub toy. Imagine waking up to find your child's eyes looking like this. That's what happened to the parents of two-year-old Baylor Strong. I was just horrified. His eye was was actually coming out of his his eye socket and his face was very swollen and he was very feverish. It was scary. I thought he was going to lose his eyesight. It's a serious infection called cellulitis. And get this, his parents believe he was infected by water from his rubber ducky. From a squirt from a bath toy. It was just a standard rubber duck. Just the rubber duck that duck. you can child had a little hole in its mouth that you could suck water in and squirt water out. And that's and where he it got in? Loved. Yep, he was just looking at it and squirted himself in the eye. Fortunately, Baylor has made a full recovery. It was about two weeks before he stopped looking sort of like a zombie. Um, it was difficult to look at, to be honest. You know, it's your little boy and he sort of looks like some horror movies that you've seen. Rubber ducks and other bathroom squeezy toys can contain a potential hidden danger many parents don't know about, says HGTV host Jeff Devlin. Where do kids put toys? In their mouths. Right there in their mouth. So now you're basically feeding them mold. I personally prefer toys like this. No water gets inside of them. They're easy to clean. Good Housekeeping magazine's yes. Megan Murphy cut open bath toys to show Arlisa Guerrero the gunk lurking inside. That is disgusting. Children are putting this oh in their mouth. That's exactly the kind of gawk that his parents say infected little Baylor. We've changed all of the tub toys that Baylor uses. We only use things now that can completely dry and don't have any ability to trap water. Ah! We'll be right back. Next, cops say she was beaten by her husband after he found out she was having an affair. The unspeakable terror that followed. It was the middle of the night in this park. Then, pandemic stranger things. The bizarre, unexplained things happening around the world during the pandemic. Lakes turning pink overnight. What the heck is that sound? And what is that thing? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. 
It's a heinous crime sparked, police say, by a husband enraged that his wife might be having an affair. What happened next, we have to warn you, is so violent it may not be appropriate for some viewers. This woman has two black eyes. The result, cops say, of a beating by her enraged husband after he discovered she was having an affair with a co-worker. What authorities say happened next is shocking. This case is especially heinous and gruesome. 31-year-old Brittany Barron told police her husband Armando was looking through her phone when he found text messages from her co-worker Jonathan Amaralt. They both worked at a medical supply company in New Hampshire. Brittany said what followed was a violent assault with her husband beating her about the face repeatedly and strangling her so hard she says she passed out. Then her husband texted her lover pretending to be Brittany and lured him to meet at a park in the woods. When Amaral showed up for the middle of the night rendezvous with his alleged lover, a grim fate awaited him. According to investigators, Armando led Jonathan into the back of his car and then he forced his wife to slit her own lover's wrists. At that point, the married couple got into the front seat of the car and that's when Brittany told investigators her husband turned and shot Jonathan three times, twice in the chest and once in the head. The couple then drove 200 miles with the body into the deep forests of New Hampshire, where the husband ordered Brittany to cut off Jonathan's head with a saw so that he could not be identified, according to court documents. The defendant decapitated Jonathan, wrapped his head in a tarp, and placed it in a grave. The gruesome crime was exposed when fish and game officers happened to come upon the scene. Armando Barron has pled not guilty to murder. His wife was charged with falsifying physical evidence. She pled not guilty when she appeared in court, and you could still see those two black eyes. You can hear me, right? Yes, I can. Her lawyer, Richard Guerriero. Everything that the state alleges that Ms. Barron did, she did under duress, and I mean under duress, meaning direct fear from her for her life. Both Brittany and Armando Barron are being held without bond. Back with more Inside Edition right after this break. Strange noises in Australia, crop circles in England, and flying monkeys in Florida. Now, they'd all make for good plots in sci-fi movies, only it's happening right now in real life. If you think the world is a pretty messed up place right now, you're right. Look at these flying monkeys. Straight out of the Wizard of Oz. But this is Florida at the Silver Spring State Park in Ocala. All over the world, primates and other animals sure seem to be getting more aggressive. In Thailand, the monkeys are freaking out. They depend on tourists to feed them. Nowadays, the tourists are gone due to the pandemic, and so is the food. I do think animals have really noticed that we've been hibernating, quarantining. Animals are coming out to explore. They're just like, great, I can check more things out. I can maybe find where the food is. Listen to this. What the heck is that eerie sound? A San Antonio man recorded the unsettling audio in his driveway. Sounds like something blowing up. 
In Russia, strange-looking craters are suddenly appearing, more than 400 of them. Scientists say they've been formed by gas buildup as Arctic permafrost thaws. And check out these crop circles that have popped up in the English countryside. They are beautiful and intricate in their design. Conspiracy theories abound as to who or what makes them. And a young lady was exploring a creepy old house in Minnesota. Watch what happens when she opened the basement door. Oh my God! Whoa, what the heck was that? Oh my God! Stranger things indeed. We still don't know what was under the floor. She was too scared to go back and look. When we come back, an epic flash mob proposal. And finally today, how could she say no to this? This young lady has no idea what's about to happen. This flash mob is all for her. Her boyfriend is proposing. Will you make me the happiest man in the world and marry me? And the crowd goes wild. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>